All right, guys, this is going to be that second part. If you listen to growth and development already, then you know that we're leading into some failure to thrive talk now. If you didn't listen to growth and development, stop now, go back, listen to it, and then come back to growth and, or sorry, to failure to thrive, which is what this section is going to be, failure to thrive with Dr. Knaus. Welcome back, Dr. Knaus. Wait, what are we talking about? Failure to thrive. Okay, failure to thrive. Yeah, so another big topic for your boards It's one of those that the definition for failure to thrive can be confusing in itself. So there's a lot of different things that that can constitute failure to thrive in a a young child. So they can look at um, single plot points. So you could look at a weight for height left less than the fifth percentile. That can be a single definition. Usually what you like to key into are a series of plot points again like when we're looking at the other parameters for nutrition with weight and heights and head circumference. And so some of the definitions are you can, are crossing 2% curves in a short period of time or weight gain less than 20 grams per day in a child that's zero to three months or um, less than 15 grams a day in a child that's three to six months. So, so falling off the curve. Basically. Falling off the curve again um, should key you into a, a problem and then they'll start down the path of looking into nutrition specifically versus other things. All right. So the list is pretty long of what causes failure to thrive or what are causes of failure to thrive. But what we're going to do is we're going to try and break it down a little bit for you and try and help organize your thoughts a little bit to help get you a few extra points coming across a failure to thrive question. So what can we do to make this easier? Yeah. So looking at broad categories. So first thing you think of is really just an inadequate intake of calories is going to be your most common cause. Um, there's a lot of different reasons that can happen, you know, whether it's psychosocial or behavioral concerns, but the child is not getting enough in or um, just really not ingesting enough um, and versus the other broad category of altered metabolism. This is a little more difficult. So these are your, your non-organic or sorry, your organic causes where a child maybe does not retain enough calories or that they're using too much. And so broadly on under that sense, you can look at a few things. So excessive caloric loss going down through your system. So GI, um, some big examples are, are children with malabsorption, um, pancreatic disease, or that have an anatomical defect like your kids with Down syndrome that have a duodenal atresia that they key you into on your exam and, and just are unable to retain enough calories because they have too much emesis. Other causes of excessive caloric loss are under endocrine, diabetes mellitus, uh, mellitus renal, uh, renal tubular acidosis, um, nephrogenic DI is another big cause. Um, and then you look at increased caloric requirements. So those are your children with cardiopulmonary disease, so congenital heart disease, hyperthyroidism, um, or chronic infections. So where do you think children with CF fit into this failure to thrive talk? Yeah, so children with CF will fit into the, the broad category of, of inc- increased caloric requirement due to their, their um, pulmonary disease. And so they're really, their bodies are um, shunting their, their calories to other places and what suffers is growth in the end. Okay. So when thinking about failure to thrive for your exams and in clinic, just kind of general plan, evaluation, uh, workup, and hospitalization will be discussed here. So 
starting off with just kind of overall plan, you want to make sure you do a, a very detailed history and physical exam, of course. Um, you want to work on identifying risk factors, so organic versus non-organic risk factors, organic being history of prematurity or history of abnormal suck, swallow, breathe described by the mother or things like that versus non-organic. You want to focus on the psychosocial natures of um, the visit or of that child. So is there familial dysfunction? Um, are they in poverty? Are there other reasons that they're unable to obtain food would be big questions to ask. Are you not feeding the baby? Are you not mixing the formula appropriately to feed the baby? Do you not have the formula to feed the baby? Perfect. All things that we kind of take for granted or sometimes look over are, are very important in the failure to thrive workup. And so specifically evaluation, like we talked about, full H&P, um, which then um, you want to focus on family more so, you know, if it's a young child and then parent-child interactions should be discussed. Um, you want to review the growth charts and data like we've talked about, with um, looking at multiple plot points, get a full diet history, um, complete your physical exam. Um, your labs should only be um, specific to abnormalities either in the history or physical exam that would key you into needing to check for specific things. And then um, the big question is, do these kids need to come to the hospital and when to bring them into the hospital? Um, specific things would be evidence of abuse, neglect, or other high-risk concerns like that. Um, if there's specific concerns about the parents or their ability to feed or their ability to um, obtain the resources needed to fill, feed that child, severe malnutrition, and then um, outpatient management failure. And this would then allow you to watch children over time, watch the parental and child interactions. And then if you're noting that this child is getting enough calories or has adequate intake but is still not gaining, that may prompt you to further investigate organic causes of failure to thrive. So it seems like the age-old the adage of you can pretty much make your diagnosis from a complete history and physical is, is very true for failure to thrive in most cases. Yes, all right, very good. Well, Dr. Knauss, we appreciate you coming on the show with us. Thanks, man. It was my pleasure to be here.